0: So this morning, I want to spend a few minutes with you talking about being still and knowing God. There are some wonderful things in that passage that we read from Psalm 46. One of those is that God is our refuge, and He truly is our refuge. You know, we we spent a few weeks looking at the Sermon on the Mount, and I know people, as well as any of us in the room, and I know that there are a handful of us in the room that are going to be very challenged with the teachings of Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount. As a matter of fact, I'm sure that there's at least one or two of us in the room who've already broken some of the commands that Jesus gave us in that sermon. I'm just guessing that there's one or two things that we've slipped up on already. And there are things that happen in our lives that are challenging. Gary alluded to in his prayer and in his conversation with us this morning as he led it in, in the scripture reading, he mentioned that there are a number of us in this church that are looking for work. There are some of us in this church who are dealing with depression. There are some of us in this church who are dealing with anxiety. There are all kinds of issues that we have. And sometimes people look in the craziest places to find hope and to find some answer. Some people turn to a bottle. And it doesn't contain water. A little bit of water, but mostly alcohol. That's not a good place to turn. Some people turn to medications. That's not necessarily a good place to turn unless the doctors prescribed it. I'm talking about when you self, try to self-medicate. That's what I'm referring to. There are ways to deal with things, but the most important and probably the most effective way for us to deal with any of the issues in life that we're challenged with is allowing God to serve truly as our refuge. A refuge is a safe place. He is our place of safety. He is our strength. The most amazing thing about God is He uses some of the craziest things and the weirdest things and the most peculiar things to get our attention. And to allow us to recognize that He truly is God who is still in control. The verse of Scripture from 1 Corinthians says, Brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before Him. Isn't it amazing that the God whom we serve, the God who is our refuge, chooses some of the most peculiar things in the most peculiar ways to show us his strength. I'm just guessing that there's a handful of us who have tried to pull ourselves up, as the proverbial expression goes, pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. We try to make our own way. When things are down, we just fight through it, and we just try to make it work. But I'm here to tell you that there are times when It's okay not to pull yourself up by your bootstraps because God is in control of things. God is in better control of things sometimes than we will ever be. As a matter of fact, God is in control of things all the time better than we are ever in control of things. And yet there's this human side of us. There's this ego part of us. There's this this innate sense about us that we inherited from the fall when Adam and Eve did their deal in the garden. Ever since that happened, there's been this part of us that says, we can make it, we can do it, and I will do it. And I'm here to share with you that sometimes the best way to deal with things is not by doing it yourself, but by being still and knowing that God is truly God. When God is our strength, it is strength indeed. When our strength is our own, it is only weakness. And we have to be careful. As individuals, we have to be very careful not to believe that the strength that we have is what really allows or causes things to happen. But we need to remember that our strength comes from God. The 23rd Psalm. Some of you could quote this. In honor of our dear brother who loves the King James Version, I put this in the King James Version. Amen? Amen. All right. The Lord, you read this with me. I want to invite you to read this with me because I know you know this, but it brings such comfort when you hear these words out loud. Read this with me out loud. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. We all believe that. How many of you live that way every day? God bless you. We have an on, a couple of honest people. That is our challenge. We believe it. We see it. We believe it. But living it is the bigger challenge. I was visiting with my neighbor last night. We were talking, and, and we were talking about some of the things that are that cause us to be unhappy, some of the things that cause us to be upset. And I shared with him, I said, you know, I said, I've come to understand that there are some things in life that just make life better. And we don't have any anxiety, you just feel good. And I share with him a few experiences that I've had in my life in dealing with people who have mental challenges. They're born with, with incapacities. We used to call it mental retardation. I don't know what the politically correct word is to say it today, but I'm just telling you, there are people in the world who have been challenged from birth, okay? And here's what I think about that. They got it made. They don't have any anxiety. Have you ever seen an angry, mad, upset, all the time kind of person? No, they don't know what the challenges of life are. They don't have the anxieties that you and I have. They have been blessed to live a life free of all of that stuff. And we think, oh, man, that's a terrible... Are you kidding me? They got it made. They got it made. They're happy. They're they're happy-go-lucky. They don't have a worry in the world. Somehow or another, they always get a meal. Somehow or another, there's always a food, uh, food on the table. There's a roof over the head. They even have on
1: clothes.
0: They have no cares. Wouldn't it be nice to live like that? Wouldn't it be nice? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Really? How much do you long for? How much do you want? See, that's our rub. We read the words, we believe the words, but putting them into action is the challenge. But the best way for us to put it in action sometimes is just to stop and be still. Just to be still. God said, be still and know. That I am God. So I invite you to be still. There will be very difficult things that come into your life sometimes, and I invite you to be still. There will be amazingly joyous and blissful things that come into your life. And I invite you to be still. You and I live in a world that doesn't do well with silence. And yet God said, be still. And so this morning, I invite you to turn off your phones and put it in your pocket and close your eyes if you'd like to. But I would like to invite you to be still for a moment and just know there is a God. For those of you who may be watching this on live stream, the audio is not broken. You're just going to have a period of silence, and I'm not going to be moving. I just want you to be still. Would you bow your heads with me, please?
1: Be still, my soul. The Lord is on my side. Bear patiently. The cross of grief for pain. Be to thy God. And blessed, if we shall meet at last. I learned a long
0: time ago that the only way for muddy water to ever clear up is for the water to be very still. And all of the sediment, all of that which clouds the water will eventually settle into the bottom of the pond and the water will be crystal clear. And I would offer to you that our minds sometimes get very clouded and very muddy. And the whirlwind of life in which we find ourselves entrapped oftentimes causes us to do radical things and irrational things and things that we oftentimes wish that we had never done. And if we would take that moment and just be still. Just be still. And know that He is God. There's a powerful message in that psalm. God is our refuge. He is our strength an ever-present help in times of trouble. But to grasp that understanding, we have to be still. So this morning, I invite you to live a life that is still and to take time Two or three, four, five, ten, twenty, whatever minutes it is a day, be still and know that He is God. And in the darkest of hours, as you walk through that valley of death, be still. Joyce, when you're in the hospital the next time and the doctors come in, be still. Because He is God, and He will give you the strength to deal with whatever it is that life is trying to throw at you. Be still. We're going to sing this song. Brandon's going to come and lead us. And as we sing this song, I invite you to consider your walk with Christ. invite you to consider your life in Him and embrace Him. If we can help you in any way as we sing this song, please allow us to do so. Let's stand and sing this together.
1: Be still and know yeah.